Blog Talk Radio. to the Frontier Beyond Fear live broadcast. I'm Susan Larison-Dance, and today is Saturday, July 30th, 2022. Today, I just couldn't help but talk about something that I think was a shared experience for a number of us in the United States in particular. I believe there were a couple places just outside the United States where you may have been able to purchase a lottery ticket for what was a giant, giant lottery prize. And it's remarkable just what a diversity of people chose to buy a ticket. I have bought lottery tickets before, but it's been quite a while. In fact, I would say, gosh, I mean, at least it's been over a year, I would say, and then not often. Um, Really, my own history with the lottery, and this is what I want to talk about a little bit, about what did we learn from this experience Um, And let me characterize this for those of you who are listening in other parts of the world. Um, This particular lottery had a jackpot of $1.28 billion. And I just happened to hear on the news before this program a little bit ago that that would have resulted, if you took it all at once, in a payout of about a 780 million and that a single winning ticket was purchased in Illinois Um, and in fact I won't do it just yet but I happen to notice that we have a caller on the line today who is calling from Illinois so I think we will take that call in just a few minutes but I want to speak just a little bit about my experience of this lottery. First of all, I really didn't plan it. In fact, I was probably even somewhat reluctant to buy a ticket. I think a lot of us say, well, you know, we've moved on from buying a ticket. I never bought tons of tickets. I know some people have this down to a science. They buy just, you know, they're in pools with others in their office or Um, There are a lot of different intricate ways that people buy a ticket. Well, for some time, the really quite spiritual way that I've bought a ticket, although this is going to go far deeper than, than what I'm talking about here, is eventually I figured out 
not that I ever was one to buy too many. I just, you know, didn't have the 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 money to put into that. I mean, maybe years ago, but it wasn't something I would choose to put money into. Was if if I am destined to win, if this is on my highest path, not just the big jackpot, but anything, anything, then I finally realized all I need is one ticket. I used to have lucky numbers. I can't even remember what they are anymore. This was really some years ago when I would pick a certain series of numbers that were meaningful to me. And I know many people still do that, and it was meaningful to me at the time to every time I would buy at least one ticket that had this series of numbers. Well, this time, um, having not done this in a while, in fact, I hadn't done this in so long, I mislabeled, although I have to say this particular lottery, I hadn't played very much. And so I didn't even know the labels to use when I purchased the ticket. And I wasn't even sure how much it was because I knew two things. If I meant to win, well, then I only need one series of numbers. Not about statistics, not about anything. Just if I, if this is in my greater good and those around me to win, I only need one series of numbers. And... The reason I wasn't quite sure is I figure, well, if you're meant to win, you might as well throw in the extra dollar to multiply it. There's a multiplier on the the smaller winnings, and it costs a dollar. So it is a this is the part in a somewhat lighter way that is about trust and how I have gone about it. And eventually I thought, well, I just want them random. I, if I am meant to win, it's even better if the numbers are just randomly given to me, that I came to this conclusion some years ago. So that's what I did the day before this drawing, which was Thursday. On my ticket, when I saw it, um, and I bought it from a really, really sweet person, you know, a store that I know, because you know that means something too. Because if you win the lottery, the store gets something, and you get to thinking about all these things, and you know what nice people, and and so I immediately looked at the ticket and the the mega ball, which I think is what it's called. I mean, there's other ones where you have a power ball. With that one, I tended to know better, but there's one number that's more meaningful than the rest. And guess what it was on my ticket? Eight. Why does that matter? Well. It's a little weak because that's infinity. That's the universe. That's the multiverse. Turn it over. It's infinity. So to me, that was meaningful. Was it a sign that I might win? Was that a sign? No, you know, I didn't take it as a sign. This was about trust. And I wasn't even sure when the drawing was. Last night, I was doing some other things, and I thought, well, surely it's happened by now. I looked, no, no, it hadn't happened yet. And then I got caught up in something, and the drawing passed. But let me tell you, before that drawing, I really got to thinking. And let me tell you, I live very simply. 
And, you know, there are times in my life where I have wanted to win more, interestingly enough, when I had plenty. I had a beautiful home. I had all this nice car. I had plenty to support me in a in a nice way, you know, I had worked as an engineer and I was working, you know, at different times in my life. I've worked in different capacities, although I've often said I also chose to be home with my child because once I was in that situation and many circumstances drew me home, I chose and responded to that situation um, despite having ambitions when I was younger. So anyway... From a circumstances perspective, looking in to my life, you would think, wow, there's someone who could benefit from the lottery. But you know the interesting thing? I'm sitting there before the drawing because I had some time. It was like a couple of hours. I thought, wow, they do this drawing late. And I got to thinking. I got to thinking like about where I live now. I have found the sweetest place to live. I mean, just a sweet simple but really quite satisfying place and near beauty and um, no it's no mansion not even close I mean it's a very simple place in fact on the last program where I talked about abundance I think I said this is almost one of my favorite places despite being very close to the simplest. In fact, I would compare it to places I lived in graduate school when I had nothing, although it's a little bit, at least it has a little bit more, which, by the way, was in Illinois, which is where the um, winning ticket was. I haven't heard exactly where in Illinois. And yes, I am going to take this caller from Illinois in just a minute because I'm curious what this person is going to have to say about their experience. So, I got to thinking, well, would you really want another place? And I thought, well, you know, I probably would get another place, you know, but I actually kind of like this place. And I recently, you know, realized I'm staying here, you know, another year. And I thought, yeah, you know, I, I actually really like this life. Would you do your show? Yes, that came up in my head. And I thought, oh, yes. Yes, for sure I would do this show. Okay, what is that teaching us when we ask these questions? And I urge you to think about your questions too. What does that mean? It means I love doing this show. It means that this show comes from my heart. It means that I'm aligned with what this is and that it has nothing to do with money it has nothing to do with you know anything other than sharing from my heart and so then I started thinking about other things you know would you keep doing this you know different ways that I make a living and I thought you know maybe that would change sometimes probably I would do more of my own work would I stop working oh no no I would do more work and then you get into other things like okay what about compassion if you win the lottery, what would you do? And I had already decided, oh, you would have to start a foundation. That would be the best way, you know, so that you could help people. And a foundation would be, I've worked, I've 
been involved with more than one nonprofit, and I just, you know, you're thinking about this, and you're just musing, and you know in your head, you're not playing the game of, um, and believe me, I've been down this path before, of, oh, you know, stating to yourself, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, or any of that. I wasn't doing any of that. My spiritual path at this time in my life, how I understand co-creation, there is a co in the creation. And if it was in my highest good, and if it was in the others around me in some way, sure, this program no doubt would get more attention. Would I want to be public? You know, you don't have to be. But then, yeah, probably you would. So what is aligned with your heart? And then you start to think about, are you happy? Is there joy in your life? Is there beauty in your life? These are all the ways that we're actually, quote, winning. Though I wouldn't choose to use that word. And for me, co-creation, it's not just me. I'm not alone here. We're around everybody else. We're all in this together. Yes, we are individuals. Yes, we are beautiful, beautiful, beloved individuals. But we are also part of a greater whole. And so I ended up, I was watching a movie, or I don't even, yeah, I guess I was watching a movie, and then I realized the drawing had passed, and I looked it up, and not one of my numbers matched. I immediately knew I didn't have the the mega ball or whatever the heck it's called for this lottery. That just shows how how, how I'm not well versed in this particular lottery um, because I knew it, it wasn't an eight. In fact, I don't even have the numbers here, but I certainly remembered that eight. And there was one other number in my list that had some meaning to me, and that wasn't in the list either. And yeah, I had to get up and go get my ticket or any of the numbers. No. Not even one. Not even one matched. Did I feel tremendous disappointment? No. But in some ways, I must admit, I felt a bit of relief because I thought, you know, I'm not so sure it's such a good idea to be in the lottery because would you really want to have it? And then you go back and you think, well, if you did, there would be a reason And could you be in the heart space with it? Would your life be destroyed? You know, a lot of people, their lives are totally destroyed by the lottery. What a path that would be to walk. Would you talk about spirituality? Oh, yes. Would you say that it was because you did so? You were the one, the one person in the whole earth that thought hard enough, that wanted it hard enough, and that's why it happened. No. No, in fact, I would have said something quite different, that it is about co-creation and that somehow I put myself in this space of trust and it happened and what would come next would be in a space of trust and what would you do with it? How would you help? How would you help the world? Okay, I'm going to take this call. I know I don't usually take calls. I may on occasion. I have to take this call because this person has an area code in Illinois, and I have not spoken to this person yet, and I'm in a space of trust, 
I am going to bring a caller on who has area code 630. So just one minute here, or just a couple seconds, actually. Hi. Hi You're on the Frontier Beyond Fear. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Well, in terms of where you asked where it was, I looked it up because I was going to go on the show and listen. So I thought, well, I did hear something about a lottery, but I didn't really pay attention. So I looked it up, and um, that was before the show began. So I do know where it was. It was a speedway, like a a gas station in Death Uh Plains, Illinois. So it was in the suburbs of Illinois. Kind of a northern suburb, so of that's Chicago. Where that was. Yeah, it, it yeah, was like a suburb of Chicago. Chicago. Kinda, yeah, kind of like near O'Hare Airport, like not that okay. far. Okay. So, um, but I thought with the lottery and reading your thing, what came to my mind, and my name's Lisa, by the way. Um, what what so is what your came name? To my, Lisa. Your Lisa's first name. My name? Lisa. Well, Lisa. welcome, Lisa. Thanks. I thought that it was more like, um, I think you said coexistence or something like that, but I thought it was more co-creation. I thought it was more like it was just meant to be. You think about it. If a person wins that out of like, I forget what the odds were, three million or three hundred million or... I don't know, something like that. I, I looked, you know, with that article yeah, I read that. Yeah, yeah. I think I, thought, I, think know, I it's heard. It's just. Yeah, go ahead. Go on. No. Uh, oh, I was just going to say the odds. I think I heard you have a better chance of being struck by lightning. <laughs> I mean, it was really <laughs> um, amazing, mm-hmm. you know, that someone won in Illinois. But, yeah, go on. I'm really interested to hear what you have to share. Yeah. Was that for the whole United States or was it just for Illinois? Did you have to live in Illinois to do it? Well, no, it was the whole United States, and actually even a little bit outside, Um, I think, some of the territories. So there were a lot of people participating, but it just so happens that the person who won was in Illinois. So, so yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know if they had something to do with Illinois because I've never. No, no, not specifically. I never thought that that was gonna like. I wasn't gonna get rich from a lottery. I've just never even thought about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, but, but, but it. What it made me think was that. You know, the older I get, the more I feel like you don't really have, you can try to influence your life, but there is a path. And you can't control everything. And if something's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I think Mm -hmm. that a lot of times we want to think we're in control, but things happen for a reason that we maybe don't even know. And that they always seem to work out for the best, but they're weird but you're actually where you're supposed to be. Like you might think, oh, I just, I know in my case, I really wanted to find a place, like um, move up a little bit in terms of quality of, you know, for me, for living, my space, um, yeah. for a larger condo. And it hasn't happened yet. I do hope it happens. But I feel like there must be a reason why it didn't happen yet. Like it just wasn't supposed to happen. And it probably yeah. wouldn't have been good if it did or it would have happened. And actually... I couldn't figure it out because one place, like, I lost the bid. But, you know, it's been so hard the last two, three years with in between COVID and, you know, like, right. properties, like, getting something that you can even afford. So then I thought, well, then this other place didn't work out for a certain reason. And then I thought, well, 
I think I know what the reason was, and probably better it didn't. So I just go with, I'll look every day. I started looking again a month ago and just kind of go with the flow, and I think, like, um, I'll just be more pushed to really, like, do something, like make make a bid if it really suits me instead of waiting on it because, you know, it's just kind of what you have to do. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at. But who's to say? You might, you might not move then, but at least I thought you have to be grateful for what you have. And in my mm-hmm. case, it's, um, you know, I don't have a rent going up 300 a month. I mean, you, you hear about these people that have these horrible situations they're in because of what's happened, you know? So you yeah. need to count your blessings. You know, I mean, my yeah. association so went true. up $4. I mean, you know, like, I, I it's still manageable, everything. And so, anyways, but I, that's just kind of what I thought from the lottery, that things happen when they're supposed to happen and in the order of the universe and God. And I do believe in mm-hmm. God and just that, you know, really, the older I'm getting, the more I'm thinking that. You, you're not in control. It's more like, you know, I guess I, I is, think I guess. what happens, I I, no, I, I understand what you're saying because I think what tends to happen a lot is there are a lot of teachings that say, you know, it's all what I want, you know, everything I want. And I have absolutely seen situations, like health situations, different things, um, even home situation, actually, even where I am right now, where it almost felt miraculous that it came to be. But for me, and I think um, what you described, too, it is about trust. It's about trusting that there's something greater that knows more. See, I think we don't know everything. Like, I can think of, you mentioned how some things have happened to you that were kind of roundabout, but they were meant to happen. You know, I think we all have situations like that. Like I have some not so great situations that have happened in my life, but if that hadn't happened, then something else wouldn't have happened. And, you know, and something really good wouldn't have happened. And it, everything is there for a reason. And I think the other way that we can be in trust like that is that we're not alone. Like, like if whatever happens to me, it's going to impact other people. Like where you live um, you may be around certain people who need to see you, you know, that um, just whatever reason, you're there for a reason. And I'll share with you, in fact, this came up with me thinking about all of this. I mean, where I am, I rent, and rents are going, I am paying more on the rent that I pay here than than I used to pay in a house payment in, in some situation, you know. And, and so as I was walking this morning after the whole lottery thing i thought well yeah you know thinking about this i said yeah you would have bought something you would have bought a little house or something i'm sure thinking what would you do but you know the funny thing is is i really like this this sweet place i mean it's you know it's where i need to be right now and it works i i'm this is where i need to be and so if there are listeners out there who are renting, and yeah, I know, rents are going up. I was fortunate that my rent went up some, but not that much. But they're really, really high right now. I mean, everywhere. And, but that's um, everything, you know? Everything oh, I know. Is now. It like, is. And buying, I mean, I, oh, they are. And so 
So, yeah, if we feel like, um, you know, we can control everything, everything we want, well, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, like the high prices and things that feel adverse. Oh, and COVID. And so, I don't want to interrupt you, but COVID. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first we thought, oh, this is going to be over in a year or two, and now they're saying it's not going to be at all, ever, probably, in our lifetime. No, that's, that really. is, yeah, that it could be with us a long time. So we have to accept, I feel, you know, that that we're here learning things, too, that not everything is going to be a walk in the park, that we have to be grateful and even when we go through something difficult, um, that there's a reason, like you said. There's a reason for everything. And for those listening out there, if you're going through a hard time, you got to trust. That's why trust is so important. Because even though it's hard, and we do need to reach out to one another in compassion as much as we can. And um, But it's it's not what you say is is very true and and I thank you for calling the live show is actually pretty quick so it's going to end um quite soon the live show I'll probably stay on for a little bit after that but um I thank you I want to thank you for calling Thank you Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling. Okay, just a note to the live listeners, since the show will be ending on the live feed soon, um, I want to thank you for listening to this program. And, yeah, that that was fun to take a call, reminding me um, how much fun that can be when someone does call in. I want to thank Blog Talk Radio for having the program on the homepage today, um, which may be how some of you discovered it, maybe even the caller. Um and I want to thank the various um, podcasting platforms. For those of you who want to hear the rest of the show, if you're a caller on the line, you can hear it. If I go over, any caller can, can still hear, even if the show goes over. If you're listening online, you'll have to um, listen to the podcast. And the website for this program is FrontierBeyondFear.com, which I finally updated last week and got some more shows on there. Um, this show airs live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Eastern. And it's the intent of this program um, to really talk in a way that's not specific to like one way of believing in the sense that um, we can understand, you know, just some some shared things, even though if what you believe you take very seriously that way. So I respect that while at the same time um, saying that it's my intent to reach out to people in different places and also to those of you listening in other parts of the world, I know that some of you are encountering some really difficult things because I know that I have at least one listener, I can't tell how many, but one in Poland, for example. And that would be a pretty difficult place to live right now. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in that part of the world and some other areas of the world where things are difficult, but it can also be difficult in the United States, even though we have many things to be grateful here, grateful for here. I want to recognize those of you encountering hardship here because that certainly can occur here, um, and that 
is often not understood in other parts of the world, that there can be real difficulty here too. We're all in this human journey for a reason, and we're learning and we're growing. That's what I believe. So um, I'm not going to go too much over today um, because that was such a fun, it was nice to have a call. But I am going to read one passage because part of this program almost every time is before the show I open a book to a random page. And I want to tell you what I open to today. And I think that probably because I've read from this essay before, and this show will go slightly into overtime for those of you listening live, um, it probably was a little bit wanting to go to this area of this book, but I think it, it's relevant because one of the things I did today was I walked in a beautiful place and I was feeling very thankful So I want all of you, no matter what you're going through in your life, I want you to notice the beauty around you. Um, You know, perhaps you're disappointed, you know, really, really needed to win that lottery or something. You know, I know I've been there. I've been through some difficult times and believe me, um, I understand. And, you know, I live very simply now myself. And I just want you to find something of beauty to look at because that can help us so much. In fact, there have been studies that say just how much it can help with how you feel to put yourself in a place of beauty. Even if you live in the city, if you can be near a park or just focus on a beautiful flowering plant. Anything you can do. When I lived in Illinois years ago, I lived in not a very elaborate apartment when I first got there, and it was behind a gas station. I mean, a place like someone won that lottery ticket. And I would look out at the sky. I noticed the sky, and I noticed how unusual the clouds were in the sky because I was in a new place. I had never lived in Illinois before, and I noticed the clouds tended to race across the sky, um, and they did different things in the Midwest than what they do other than the trees are gorgeous in Illinois. When the fall comes, I mean, and in many parts of the eastern United States, sometimes in the western part, you have more evergreens, and I've spent a lot of my life in the western United States, and you don't have those you know, really beautiful deciduous trees that where the trees turn. So, okay, I'm going to tell you what I turned to here. This was to a passage by Henry David Thoreau, who lived from 1817 to 1862. This is another passage from Walden, where he lives in nature. And I could read quite a bit off of these pages because they have to do with beauty. So I'm going to try to see what I first saw on this page. It was about beauty. So I'm just going to read a little bit of this part and then I'm going to jump to the other page that's also right where I open the book. Okay. A lake like this 
In fact, these are the exact words I first read on the page. A lake like this is never smoother than at such a time, and the clear portion of the air above it being shallow and darkened by clouds, the water full of light and reflections becomes a lower heaven itself, so much the more important. Okay, I want to stop. This is a meaningful coincidence. I want to tell you what I see in this. Well, this morning I was standing by water just like this, and that was before I opened to this page. And I was reflecting on what I was thankful for in my life, including looking at this, you know, just how beautiful reflections look upon the water. And so, and that's what he's talking about, is how he's celebrating looking at the beauty of the water, and he sees a kind of heaven there. Okay, I'm not going to read. He goes on to read a lot about this beautiful place. Now I'm going to go to the other page because I saw something that's definitely relevant. Okay, this is also the same page that I opened to, just the page right next to it. And by the way, this is page 1184 and 1185 of this book. This is a book with many writers in it. But again, we've turned to Walden before, so I think it kind of wants to turn there. But I don't recall turning to this page. Every morning was a cheerful invitation to make my life of equal simplicity. And may, and I may say innocence with nature herself, with a capital N. And that's all I'm going to read from that passage today. But what it's telling us, no matter what we have, no matter what we're going through, I've been through difficult things. I've had situations where um, a child was in the hospital and I had to look to nature, you know, really scary situation. Um, and nature helped me. You know, I remember, um, I've talked about this before, um, his hospital room looked out on these beautiful evergreen trees and how much that helped. He actually couldn't see them because he was in, in the bed. I mean, maybe a little, but I was sitting in the chair by the window and I could see these trees. And then it, we would turn on a program. If you are with a family member in the hospital, if you are in the hospital yourself, Look for a channel that shows beautiful scenes from nature. Oh, my goodness, did that help me in the hospital because it plays really serene. Usually most hospitals have this. It plays serene music, and it shows different scenes. And where we were that time, um, it was showing whatever time of day it was, it would show a scene corresponding to that. And at night, it was like, you were just in the stars. I mean, it was just showing beautiful, you know, it got dark, you know, and at sunset it would show sunset. And that particular um, channel was of more comfort to all of us than really anything else. I mean, there's some that could be a distraction. I mean, that can be fine. But beauty really helps us, and it helps if you're in a caregiving role, it gives you strength. It gives you strength. 
And I would find myself where I would walk away from the room, you know, there was a chapel. Often if you go in the chapel, it, you don't even have to be spiritual or religious to go in the chapel. It's a quiet, quiet, peaceful place. That's what I discovered. Or any place you can go where there is something beautiful. Even if there's a plant, every hospital have, has plants around, like in the lobby. You know, just put yourself at least for a little bit, I know a lot of times you don't want to be away very long or maybe you're waiting for a surgery. I mean, I've been through that, on and on. Find a place to feed your soul, to give you strength. And that's true no matter what you're going through in life. A lot of times in life, and our caller said this as well, something can be happening in your life which you know may not be great at some point in the past, but then later you think about it and, oh, you know, it needed to happen or it led to something or there's a reason. There is a reason for absolutely everything. And we're here together to care about one another. So this is my reaching out from my heart to yours. I'm going to close the show now, but I invite you to um I should be here next week again and I do broadcast this show live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific 4 p.m. Eastern Time and you can learn more about the show at frontierbeyondfear.com and if you're listening in the podcast or in the future your energy is here with me present I feel no matter you could be years in the future you could be one of my relatives years in the future listening you could be a anyone listening at any time we are not separated by time or by space in this moment we are consciously spending this time in this space together Find something in your life that brings you joy. Do you think about that lesson? What work would you do? What would you choose to do? Just because you win a big lottery, and most of us never will, but maybe you're in a space of great abundance. What truly would you choose? And hey, that word abundance is difficult to interpret. I mean, Many people can feel like you're in a space of abundance. It doesn't have to do with counting currency of any kind. That's not what it's about. But let's just imagine, okay, you have all the money that you could ever imagine. What would you choose to do and to be? What would make your heart sing? That's an answer for you, and you can look for that now. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's art. Maybe you can only do it a little bit at a time. Find a place. Find something. Know what makes your heart sing. That's abundance. That's joy. And it gives you strength, too. For when you are tested, and we're all being tested in ways right now. We always are on this planet. The minute you're not being tested, something else comes up. It will help you to be strong and to trust and to have that depth 
spend time with, you know, if you're in a parenting role, there's so many things that you can do that brings joy to your kids or to your grandkids or makes their lives richer or whatever you can do. So enough said for now. Um, Thank you again for being here. See you next time. Take care, everyone.